Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be dating labels are unimportant. Well, I've got an email here from a guy who's been following me for about four years. I've done phone sessions with him in the past. I've done email coaching. And so he writes in sharing a success story about a sex playmate that he's had and some of the successes that he's had with other women over the past four years. And so what's interesting is he's 34 and this particular woman that's a sex playmate is 19 and he details what he did because this woman's obviously got a lot of choices and a lot of options with guys of what he did was to, to successfully reel her in, if you will. She had an ex that she'd been in a, in a relationship with and dating so he was able to pull her away from her with this guy still in the picture and plus the fact she's getting ready to go off to college to finish her degree. Obviously, he really likes this girl, but he knows long term it's not going to be what he's not going to be able to have a regular, normal relationship with this particular woman. But he does a really good job of detailing like what he did and what he said and different pressure points, how he handled things, because she even showed him some of the messages and stuff that she gets from other dudes that are like blowing her, her phone all the time. So I have a quote that I wrote and then we're going to go through his email and see what he's done and how he's added this stuff into his dating life so he's able to have all the success. And so the quote says, the more romantic choices you have in life, the more you can be selective with who you date and spend your time with. When it comes to dating, women typically have the upper hand and have their choice as to whom they date. Women are naturally more attracted to men whose feelings are unclear, mysterious, difficult to get a hold of and hard to figure out. Men should imagine and contemplate what their life would be like if they had too many choices with women and act accordingly. People who have a scarcity of romantic choices tend to try too hard, contact too much, force things, act needy, impatient, and desperate. People who have an abundance of romantic choices tend to take their time to make decisions, are in no rush, and tend to sit back to see who really makes the effort to gain their attention. Being able to do without someone or being able to let them go forever unless you are treated the way you want reclaims your power, gives you the upper hand in negotiations, and helps you get what you want. Sometimes you got to fake it until you make it, especially if you're a guy who's maybe relatively new to my work. And you don't have a lot of choices with women. Think about whenever you get a text or an email or you feel the urge to reach out to somebody, especially if you come to realize that you tend to chase most of the women that you date right out of your life. Think about it from this perspective. If you had 10 messages to return from amazing, beautiful women and you're trying to figure out which one you want to spend time with, which ones you're going to have to reject, which ones you're going to have to put off, think about that. Think about it from that perspective. You wouldn't be in a rush to return anybody's text or anybody's phone call because you're trying to determine who's the best one to go out with. And when it comes for women, because they have so many guys, in essence, especially the pretty ones, throwing dicks in their faces all the time, they've got their choice. They've got guys that will do anything just to spend some time with them. And so they've got to figure out who the best guys are to spend their time with because they have lots of choices, lots of options, so they needed to narrow it down to the most highly qualified and highest quality prospects. And so when you think about things from that perspective 
That's why I talk a lot about how dating is like a game of tennis. You hit the ball over the net and you have to wait for the other person to hit it back. You leave a message and you got to give them time to get back to you. Sometimes, what if it's several days or even a week? Have a really beautiful, attractive woman that has lots of choices and lots of options with guys, has tons of guys in her face all the time, you sending a barrage of text messages is going to cause, cause her just to delete you and ignore you completely forever. So this guy does – he does a really good job of interacting with this particular woman because she's young. So – and plus she's going off to college and, and she even mentions to him that he's – she would joke around with him how he's too old for her to date but yet she's still sleeping with him and having sex with him. Uh, so you can get a really good feel for how having this non-attached, indifferent mindset and just letting her be causes her to do 100% of the calling, texting, pursuing and literally invite him into her kingdom or should I say having him invite her into his kingdom. So he says, hey, Corey, I know you get a, your fair share of positive testimonials but another one never hurts. I always like good success stories. If you got a good one, send it in or go to Amazon and, and post it on one of the reviews. Tell other people about it. Tell them what it specifically did and how it helped you because there might be somebody on some part of the world that's in a really bad place emotionally and whatever you say and how my book helps you or my work has helped you gives them the courage to try it and then change their lives. So you never know who your story is going to help. He says, I stumbled across your work way back in 2011. I was wondering how to keep a stripper around that I had picked up as a sex playmate. You even made a video on it called Do Strippers Make Good Playmates? I remember that video. I'm, at least the title of it I remember. I don't really remember what I talked about in it but obviously we talked about a stripper. He said, over the years, I've been a phone and email coaching client of yours when experiencing different challenges in my dating life. Despite only reading your book once, Come on, man. Four years and you read it one time? Dude. Applying what you've taught me has helped me develop many great relationships with the opposite sex over the last four years. I know I have to read the book another 14 times. Well, I mean at this rate, you'll be like 100 years old by the time you get around to 15 times. But by then, it won't really fucking matter. I guess not. He says, but I watched almost all of your videos since first finding you in 2011. Many of them several times over when it is applied to certain situations. I wanted to give you an account of how applying what you teach bagged me a great open relationship that lasted most of this past spring and summer. I'm 34 and I came across a blonde bombshell on the Tinder app and she was 19. I direct messaged her back in February and she replied right away. Well, the fact that she replied right away tells me that you passed the physical attraction test. She obviously liked your pictures. He says, we exchanged some texts and I tried to set the date. She agreed, but it sounded like a generic yes that she gives to a lot of guys. Despite this going against everything you teach, she still showed a genuine interest in talking to me but wanted to do it over text. And so what you see happening here is he tries to set the date. She probably changed the subject or just kept chit-chatting or whatever and he let it go. But the interesting thing was is that she continued reaching out. She continued pursuing him. She continued making an effort. So therefore, obviously she's still interested. 
And that's why I talk about this a lot. It's like you never really know what's going on in a woman's life. You meet somebody on Tinder, you assume she's ready, willing, able to date. But more than likely, if she's pretty, especially if she's 19, there's probably several guys in the background, maybe guys she used to date. Maybe there's an ex in the background. You just really never know what's going on. And that's why it's always important to just kind of let things go, to extend the invitation and just let it go. Not be in a rush to get throw a dating or relationship label on someone because when you do that, all it does is scare them away. And when you got a pretty hot young girl who's got lots of choices with, with men, trying to twist her arm or force yourself into her life is, is going to have the exact opposite effect. She's going to actually permanently boot you out of hers and you're not even going to get a chance to date her. He says, despite this going against everything you teach, she still showed a genuine interest in talking to me but wanted to do it over text. Having tried the traditional methods and not getting the date, I figured I had nothing to lose. I'd be short with my replies, always wait a while to get back to her and made sure she was always reaching out to me first. So more than likely, he asked her out on two separate consecutive occasions and she shot him down. And so therefore, just like I talk in the book, you stop asking at that point. But what's interesting, he's tried to make the date on a couple occasions and she wouldn't do it, but yet she continued reaching out. And so what I teach in the book and what I've talked about in countless videos, the way you handle it after that is when she reaches out, you send two to three replies max and it's always, hey, great chatting with you but I got to run. Keep in touch. And one of two things will happen. She'll either bring up getting together or she'll just disappear. And at the end of the day, when you try to set a date twice and they just they blow you off, then just let it go. He says fast forward a month. And she started bringing up, when are we going to meet for the first time? Isn't that interesting? She agreed to come down to my place to hang out. And what do you know? Because remember, he, he was willing to meet her out. But instead, she shot him down twice. And then he's, been, in essence, almost kind of been like trying to get away from her. And yet she kept coming back. And then eventually she brought, after a month, a whole fucking month goes by, she brings up, hey, when are we going to get together and meet? So therefore, from a negotiating perspective, he gets her to come to his place. Why should he go out of his way? I mean he's been nice enough to give this woman a little bit of his time for the better part of a month, month and a half, however long it's been he's been was interacting with her. After a couple hours of talking and laughing, we hooked up. Hang out, have fun, hook up. She went home right after and I was gone to New York City for business and the next day for about a week. Throughout that time, I only heard from her once, which was a dramatic drop-off from her previous pattern that had been established. When most guys see that, they typically freak out. What's the matter? Where'd you go? But if you're indifferent and it doesn't bother you one way or another, she'll get back to me when she does. And at the end of the day, by this point, I mean, she's doing 100% of the calling, texting, pursuing, so why fuck that up by reaching out? Remember, this is a young, hot 19-year-old. She's got tons of guys blowing up her phone trying to get her out. And besides, you asked her out twice initially and she blew you off. And at the end of the day, you went out when she decided she wanted to go out with you. I mean, at the end of the day, women do the choosing. I mean, they have most of the choice with guys. So therefore, when you try to fight it, it's not, it's not going to end well for you. But when you just go with the flow and go along with it, just say, fuck it. Let her do most of the chasing or in this case, he's, she's doing 100% of it. Makes it pretty easy. 
He says, instead of freaking out and becoming uncentered, I let her go and I didn't reach out at all. I knew she had recently split from her long-term boyfriend and because of her age, I was not surprised by the sudden lack of contact after we had sex. Who knows? Maybe she ran back to the boyfriend. That's, that's why you never get pissed off. That's why you never send a barrage of texts. You just don't know what's really going on in her life because you don't know her that well. You slept with her one time. You had one date and you hooked up. It's a fucking victory either way even if you never hear from her again. How can that be a bad thing? What 34-year-old dude would not love to say, hey, I banged this fucking really super smoking hot 19-year-old bombshell out of him on Tinder? All of his friends are going to be high five. I'm like, dude, you're a fucking stud. How'd you do that? He says, I figured she felt guilty about our hookup. That's definitely possible. And went running back to him. Totally possible. Because of her age and the fact that she told me she was moving five hours away to school in the fall, I went in into it having no expectations above a sex playmate or open relationship anyway. Hang out and have fun hook up. Just like I talk about in the book. It's a man's job is to create an opportunity for sex to happen. Not to create a relationship. Because at the end of the day, when a woman wants to have a relationship with you, when she feels she wants to be exclusive, she'll bring it up. But until then, play ball. After I returned from my trip, my phone rang and guess who started reaching out again? Hmm, I wonder who that could be. We did a couple more weeks of this text thing, I know, I know, and the odd phone call. But at the end of the day, she's still doing 100% of the pursuing, so it doesn't really matter. You just don't want to sit there for four or five hours on the phone, and yet you're still not getting together in person. That's a waste. Throughout the course of us talking, she told me how guarded she is with guys because of previous bad relationships. I maintain the same unattached attitude that got me to this point, and I let her just come to me. I should also mention I was still talking to other women throughout all of this. So far, so good. By this time, a month had gone by since our first in-person meeting. Can you imagine a guy that hooks up with a woman like this and he hasn't seen her in a month? Can you imagine how the average dude would be freaking out about that? What does it mean? Oh my God. But instead, he's like, whatever. This guy is totally seeing the situation as it is not better or worse than it is but completely as it is that's why he's fucking winning we weren't chatting every minute of the day or anything but every couple of days she'd reach out i did try to make dates but it never seemed to get anywhere then everything changed after she after she finally came down for our second date remember if she's reaching out you're only going to ask two times in a row and then you stop and then once she brings it up then you can start asking again but letting her do 100% of the pursuing. She came to my place once again and we once again hung out, had fun and hooked up. This time she stayed the night and thanks to what you taught me, I could finally feel her emotional connection growing for me. By this time, it was May of this year, she began contacting me just about every day and she did 100% of the pursuing. Yes, 100% just as you teach. When women like you, they help you. She was always extremely feminine and in her, in, in her submissive with me. We even had a daddy-daughter role play thing that developed. Who's your daddy? Because I was so much older than her. She'd do just what you say by jumping in my lap to talk about her problems or tell me about her day. Watch the video that I did, Why Women Prefer to Chase Men. That was – I discussed how that came to me, when, how I figured that out. 
He says, throughout the summer, this high level of attraction and pursuing was constant. I literally had to do no pursuing or chasing as she was coming over three to four times a week and sleeping over. The only thing that made this a bit different was she was basically happy to act just like my girlfriend, but she never wanted to be exclusive. Remember, she's 19, dude. She's going away to college. There was an ex. This woman wants her freedom. And besides, she's got choice to date whoever the fuck she wants. You try to force it, you're going to get none of this. But by this guy applying these things, he's getting this great experience with this woman. And someday when he's an old man, he's going to remember this girl. What a great memory to have. I mean, seriously. She did bring up the whole what are we talk that you discuss in your book. But because she was so wrapped up in her ex, she never wanted to commit to anything. She also said I was too old for her to date. Yeah, but instead you'll just get the milk for free. But if this guy had been totally focused on locking her down to a commitment like you see in movies and TV all the time, he would have never even gotten to know her, have this carnal knowledge of her, if you will. She'd even show me all the guys blowing up her phone and none of this bothered me because she was giving me all of herself and her time. Besides, I knew she was moving away for school in September, so our relationship was out of the question anyway. Again, he's seen the situation for as it is. Not better than it is, and I was not projecting his unreasonable fantasy onto her. And he's also not seeing it as worse than it is, completely as it is. And that's why he knocks it out of the park. There is even a point where she had a two-week trip to Europe planned. She even spent her last day with me before leaving, and once she returned, came to my place straight from the airport after a 14-hour flight. That's a high level of attraction, dude. Because most women, when you've been on a 14-hour flight, they, they want to go home, take a shower, look good for you. But said she came right over. That tells me she has a high level of comfort for you. Notice she did this with me and not the long-term ex. Women vote with their feet. If they're with you, it means they voted for you. When she was gone, she was also reaching out over Skype and text asking if I missed her. Of course, baby, when are you coming back? I want to see you. Fast forward to the present and she was moving away to school. I was aware of this the whole time, as I said, and I tried to be unattached to her leaving. Unfortunately, after spending months with this girl and having insane sex regularly, this was easier said than done. It didn't help that two weeks before she left, she went completely cold on me. She claimed she was busy getting ready to move, but I could see her attraction level had dropped. I wasn't sure if this was a tactic to make it easy to move away or she just got bored because of her age and how familiar things had become. Or maybe you started chasing her. Maybe she was no longer doing 100% of calling, texting, pursuing because it shows that you're trying to make dates and she's eh. So it sounds like you got a little emotionally wrapped up in her started to pursue her a little bit. It's like if a woman's doing 100% of it, why fuck that up? It makes it so easy. Remember, Feminine energy is about bonding, connecting, opening up to receive love. He says, it did hurt me and her moving was tough, but I followed exactly what I learned from you. I was authentic with the pain and I spent a week feeling like shit. You got to feel it to heal it. Then the same day she moved away, I went out with a friend to a patio bar. We were having a great time and in a non-hungry state. Because of this, we were receiving all of the attention in the place from women. They would literally walk up to our table and I ended up getting the number of the hottest waitress in there despite her telling me she had a boyfriend and another number of a hot 20-year-old 
Latina, who I thought was the hottest girl in the entire place. Well, I personally wouldn't be fucking around with chicks that got boyfriends, but all I do is teach, and it's up to you, and it's your life. My goal is to teach this stuff so you can make your life the way you want it. If you want to live dangerously by screwing around with other dudes' chicks, and hey, dude, you reap what you sow in life. Don't be surprised if you do shit like that, then when you do get a girlfriend someday, that that girlfriend ends up screwing around on you. And then you'll remember karma's a bitch. In closing, I want to say that coming across your work has been so fucking life-changing. I grew up in a fairly healthy family but never had anyone to teach me this shit. I've always done well with women naturally but keeping them around more than four to six months has been my problem. Now, anytime I need answers or just to reaffirm something, I watch a bunch of your videos for guidance. I'm currently reading your book for the second time. Two times in four years, dude. You're fucking naughty. I'll put you in timeout. And we'll have about 13 more readings in the future. When I first came across your work, I couldn't have been more skeptical about paying someone from the internet that claims to be a life coach. And now, I couldn't imagine what my life would be like without your work. The power of the internet blows my mind with how it connects people that would have never otherwise met. I've met a lot of amazing people. I've dated a lot of amazing women from all over the world. It's fucking great. I can't express my gratitude enough to you, Corey. I have family in South Florida. Maybe I can buy you a beer one day. Keep it the great work and keep changing people's lives. Well, thanks for the great email and the testimonial and thanks for sticking around for all these years. So if you'd like to get my help personally, the quickest way is to book a paid phone, Skype, or email coaching session. You can choose any of those options by going to my website, clicking the products tab at the top of your screen, and just follow the instructions for booking whichever option works best for you. And I will talk to you soon.